0: This has been a live recording of the Effing Shakespeare podcast by Bloomsday Literary at the 2023 AWP Conference and Book Fair. We're thankful to be the official podcast for AWP for a third year and have invited a gallery of guests that you don't want to miss out on. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to bring you interviews of amazing writers sharing about their amazing work. Enjoy.
1: We are very lucky to have Allison Sinclair on the show today. She has worked at FSG, City Lights, McSweeney's. You've repped authors from Alice James Books, which is a fan of ours. We are a fan of them, I should say. I don't know if they're a fan of ours. <laughs> and uh, A Strange Object, and Impossibly Beck somehow. So you have some experience in this strange world of publishing both with the big four... And more considerably in the independent world of publishing as a publicist and the current owner, publisher in charge of all the business at The Rumpus. So you've done a couple things. I'm tired just reading that list. Me too. I don't even think it's, ex- <laughs> I don't think it's the extent of all of no, it either. No, it's not exhaustive. It's a small, small portion. Um, so thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're here today. In your capacity as publisher at The Rumpus, correct? Mm -hmm. And that's a beloved online lit mag, if you're not familiar. In fact, some of the contributors we've had on the show today have contributed to The Rumpus. But I wanted to ask you, I think, first with other outlets going under RIP, Catapult, which is a sad one, Astra, The Believer Went Dark, Then Somehow Resurrected Itself... Uh, you know, I'd like to know what you see as the major barriers to publishing outfits, be it print or online right now, and then maybe ways to overcome them or the ways that the rumpus is overcoming them.
0: I mean, I think the major barrier is the one that's existed for all time and it's money yeah, <laughs> and resources and capacity and a lot of volunteer hours going into probably 99% of the people at AWP's journals that are here right Mm -hmm. now. For us, we're trying to figure out a way to diversify our funding resources. Uh, We just got fiscal sponsorship in September, so that allows us to apply for grants for the first time. Even though the Rumpus has been around since 2009, it's always been independently run, not connected to any bigger organization, bigger publisher. University, like a lot of literary magazines are. So it's always been pretty scrappy, and the revenues come from some advertising. We have a few program subscription programs. Mm-hmm. We have a book club for prose, one for poetry. We have letters in the mail from authors where we commission an author every month. We send two, actually, two every month to write like a a non-promotional letter that has a creative prompt in it and we send those to subscribers and hopefully it brings them like a little bit of joy to have something physical and maybe some inspiration to do their own work. So that's been how we've made money in the past conferences are definitely a break even at best <laughs> situation
1: you're not you're not just breaking in piles of cash <laughs> no. over there at the rumpus table well, I, I feel like that's I, what was happening yeah, i, I heard. saw those bags of money like <laughs> oh yeah the yeah they're there. under the table for <laughs> sure spilling out <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, there's dollar signs on them. Yeah, I think I heard a joke like a couple of years ago that we're all passing around the same $20 bill. It's <laughs> that's, that's actually
1: pretty accurate. <laughs> if we marked it. Yeah, 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 it'll go. It'll make the rounds. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like it. I like it. Accurate. That's 100% accurate. Yeah. So the
0: ways we're trying to solve the money problem, at least this, uh, or make make progress toward it, is is from the fiscal sponsorship and allowing us to to apply for grants. Um, we got our first one from CLMP. Nice. Um, you very, just we, we you love just them
1: missed, uh, the CLMP <laughs> program director was on right right in front is of it, you yeah. is it Mary or Chelsea, Chelsea, oh, Chelsea, Chelsea
0: Chelsea's wonderful it's Absolutely. such a good resource for oh gosh, in yes. independent presses even someone that's been around for like a long time I feel like they've they've gotten really thoughtful guests and topics every month to check out and mm. I learn from them for sure
1: yeah oh me yeah same here every day So was that part of your, when you took over the mantle, then that was part of your strategic plan to go out and do the fiscal sponsorship and start sort of pursuing that arena avenue?
0: Yeah, fiscal sponsorship, so we could kind of immediately apply for some grants. We also knew, like, even when you apply for a grant, it's not like it happens in a month. It usually happens, like, in the next year. It's a a long game (laughs) for sure. We, of course, would love to have some big donors, you know, if anybody is super rich (laughs) come on here come on over (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, right here to disable you know what's silly allison is we've been doing this podcast for a while now and we haven't just like put up a sign that's like "Hey, uh, right here all the all the major patrons of the arts who have a ton of money that they would like to invest here, please yeah, see, please see Allison. Please yeah, see Kate. Please. You know, like, why didn't we just do that? Can we, we have, like,
0: a rich person speed dating kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a
1: patron? This is the kind of content yeah, they, I was looking for. Down. This is the content we'll I didn't read know up I some hated. poetry. <laughs> I'm ready. Like <laughs> they, a they, shark they write, tank, but, yeah. they, they write, write us a check but don't yeah. want
0: anything in return yeah i like, know yeah, they'll, they'll get they'll get art in
1: return sure yeah. sure. I'll instead give them. of you're fired it's you're hired yeah, like you yeah. come on let's do it let's go we matched one yeah. percent
0: of the prestige that we earn this year goes goes to you yes exactly i'm gonna
1: close the laptop we just solved it yeah, yeah. forget it mm-hmm. <laughs> interview
0: over let's so, go get to work that was part of it. And then we also launched a membership program, which is pretty similar to like a Patreon-style model. But um, we're doing it with our own platform versus giving it to someone else because it is kind of scary. Their fees could change at any moment. They could decide that, you know, they they could just not exist. So it's better right. to kind of keep your content, or in my, in my opinion, it's better to keep your content and keep your... Um, your contacts too, like close to you. Mm-hmm. So we launched that at AWP last year uh, in a soft way and then have ramped that up. And so far we have about 400 members with the goal of one day getting to you know, 1,000, 3,000, which sounds like a big number, but really it isn't. It's like less than like 2 two to 3% of the people that come to the website every month yeah we would be yeah. golden, yeah, and we'd rather do that than try to court really big donors because that's the thing if you're not a rich person, you usually don't know other rich people to give you money <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and that's just not the model we're probably going to operate off of,
1: yeah, that was one of the most uh eye opening experiences of our sort of profit journey was like you have to have money to make money, like you've got to start.
0: Yeah, with, sure. like
1: even grant writing. I mean, the other part I understood—you um, gotta have some seed money to start the press or whatever. But the the grant writing, it was like, okay, what is your fiscal health of your organization? I'm like, you just started. Uh, we, we, <laughs> yeah. we have no health.
0: Yeah, you know, we're anemic. <laughs> you know? it, yeah,
1: it's nascent. What do you? What do you? What want? are your
0: demographics? You just walk around the room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are you my audience? One? <laughs> <Yes. Okay. laughs> you support me
1: you <laughs> yes, support I me do. I, yeah oh my gosh i'm showing myself my dei statement right now we, we we agree um yeah yeah it's a it's a journey so we need we need either more rich people or like i i can hear a lot of sensibility in what you're saying that if you've got if you've got that website you know if you have that sort of level of engagement on your website it would be mm-hmm. it's feasible it's reachable yeah
0: yeah it did and, and our memberships start at seven dollars a month or seventy seven a year, and it gives people we give people unique content, we give them like behind the scenes like interviews with our editors so they can get a hopefully a richer like experience and we know a lot of our readers are also writers, also people who end up contributing to us one day, so we hope that it it also like helps yeah. them. Right. Learn.
1: Right, right, for sure. One of the things that we do on the podcast is demystify a lot of the publishing process Mm -hmm. and also the myriad paths people take towards publication and the ways that you can engage in a literary career that aren't necessarily writing the great American novel, right? And so personally, I wanted to know about, I mean, your bio says a lot about the things that you've done and your sort of like eclectic tastes but also your ability to leverage skill sets in different ways Mm -hmm. um and so i'd like to hear if you don't mind sharing a little bit about your personal journey like from mfa student to intern to mcsweeney's and and the places that you've been that helped you land where you are now sure
0: yeah i mean i think like a lot of people in this space you probably started as an English major <laughs> and yes. you're like oh I love to read <laughs> how can I make this my life somehow you know and people are like oh maybe you should teach or they that's the default I don't know if people still say that but they were yes <laughs> <that's> <laughs> that when I was around so I was lucky I went to a, a small college in Charleston South Carolina I'm originally from South Carolina and uh it's a public school called the college of charleston and we at the time had the literary magazine crazy horse Mm -hmm. and so i got my first publishing internship experience as a student and that was really eye-opening and helpful to be able to read through slush piles and see both commissioned work and things that were coming in Mm -hmm. cold and i just had a really like A lot of people, great mentor as an undergrad who encouraged me to go get my MFA in poetry. (laughs) And while I was in grad school, I interned at Grey Wolf, started a literary magazine for the grad students, helped bring back a literary magazine for the undergrads. And at Grey Wolf especially, it was a rotational internship, so I worked in all the different departments, development, editorial, publicity, marketing. So I got to see all the sides of it. Yeah. And I know a lot of people think editorial is kind of the default, like path they want to take. But I was like, I really like reading books when they're done. (laughs) (laughs) I like them when they're polished.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of wisdom in that, Allison. (laughs) And um,
0: I also like the position of publicity, or it appealed to me because I saw the way it connected the book and the author to all the different parts of the community, because you think about reaching out to librarians, to venues for them to do readings. You think about partnering um, with conversationalists. You pitch media. You just it's kind of a, a problem-solving scenario that I really yeah. like. Got excited about and was like, oh, how does the ecosystem all work together? Mm-hmm. And I think that probably that very first internship informed me <laughs> from then on out. I was just super curious about how different departments work together. And working at a big publishing house to start with at FSG was a great and wonderful experience. I got to work with giant name poets and, and uh, like... Yusuf Kumanyaka, Seamus Heaney. Seamus Heaney used to send me faxes. Oh my gosh! Wow. I know. <laughs> That's because he, he didn't email. <laughs> That's no, funny. And and how would you receive these faxes? Yeah. FSG yeah. A fax still machine. Had a fax machine. Fax machine. a fax machine. <laughs> really? really, really? Oh yeah. This was this was office. the early aughts. Oh <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. I yeah. must look younger than. No, you uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't tell. Great. Uh, yeah, right. like, okay. You know, those yeah. things existed. Right? Still, yeah. yeah. It's
1: still a mystery to me that there's that, the most confusing machine to me in the world. But um, If you only had one of those faxes, <laughs> like there would be at least 60 people in a room who would pay some amount of money for that fax from Seamus Heaney.
0: Probably. Was, <laughs> <laughs> they were all like, um, no, thank you. <laughs> I was like, do you want to do this publicity? And it was like, I'm busy. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you are.
1: You're shameless, Union. You live in Ireland.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a time difference. You don't. You don't, don't want to do this.
1: <laughs> and also, you're busy figuring out the fax machine. <laughs> exactly. <To send> <laughs> Sign this paper. Go in here. Like, I mean,
0: I don't understand. I mean, how do you see? How do you? How do you get someone's real writing? Like, well, how does that work? I still don't understand. <laughs> Okay, I'm. I'm really digressing. here. No, I did it. It's my fault. <laughs> I
1: latched on to the idea of Seamus Heaney in his Irish cottage, uh, sending a fax, and then my brain shut down, and the <laughs> podcast oh, was over. Okay, so too. you were at FSG. <laughs> you got really cool experience. Yeah. And but, yeah.
0: But um, moving moving from that like very like, your job is publicity. These this is all of your job. Um,
1: this is your slate of authors make sure people yeah, know who they are exactly it's mm-hmm. like
0: very very uh, structured mm-hmm. and then after that i moved to city lights and mcsweeney's which are both like really small presses and so it was just kind of an all hands on deck like we don't necessarily have a resources for um, sending you know hundreds of galleys out now you need to email everybody first which after the pandemic, it made a lot more sense because <laughs> <laughs> no one was in their office anyway.
1: And I imagine you are like, "Email, no fax machine, let's yeah, do it." Yeah, this I can is send a Oh my million. gosh, I'm gonna BCC everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and those were were those early days at McSweeney's. Um,
0: early days. Uh, it was when McSweeney's still well. Now they're they have the believer again, but. It, uh, At McSweeney's, I was the public... Like, the sole... I was the publicity department. Yeah. (laughs) And we were publishing, like, 30 books a year. And we had The Believer, The Quarterly... Yeah. um, Lucky Peach. And uh, we were... Doing Grantland, which was like the Bill Simmons ESPN sports, yes very quarterly.
1: R.I.P. Grantland as well. Also, God damn it. Uh, Maybe I. Maybe it's me. (laughs) No, no, it's (laughs) not you. I'm just saying, I'm sad about that. Shout out to Lucky Peach. Yeah, Yeah, I sent before just so you guys get the backstory. I sent Allison an email early to try to convince her to come on this little show of ours. And, and just told her, i am just basically fangirled and said, I love all the things that you've ever done. Um, will you come on your show and talk about this cool trajectory your life has had? And she was like, How, Why do you know all this stuff? I, I respected it, actually. I'm, I appreciate that. Thank you. But Lucky Peach was also a favorite of mine. So, yeah, okay, so you were doing amazing. that. So, it was you, just- you were just the one. So you're the reason I know about Lucky Peach, basically.
0: I mean, let's be real. I mean, <laughs> okay. they, they have amazing authors and, yeah. you know, they have a great reputation. They make gorgeous books. Dave Eggers is obviously like a celebrity himself at this point.
1: Right, right, or right, right. Has right. been
0: for a long time.
1: Right. So. so And then you went from there and... To being a freelance yeah. publicist. Yeah. And what was that like? And Nectar's, Nectar Literary Agency is still going strong? Yeah, still, still going strong. That. I mm-hmm. have
0: two people that work for me. I still do some projects on my own, but I have a lot more help, and we divide and conquer and, and take the leads on different projects as we go. Um, we have an ongoing relationship with Alice James, so we do all their lists for the most part for oh, the that's past fantastic. couple years. And then it's kind of a piecemeal from there. We, like have people across the board from like random house to you know a small much smaller press will hire us we tend we work a lot with like coffee house gray wolf we worked for a long time with the center for the art of translation we usually have an annual project with the academy of american poets yeah we've done like the lambda literary like awards Mm -hmm. we're gonna do the auto awards this year
1: so it's just a wide mix of things yeah. are you sleeping do you ever sleep this sounds like a lot that you're doing <laughs> if anybody wants to bring
0: an eye mask by the table <laughs> I'll take it
1: what's the takeaway then for someone who you know who, like a certain piece of this story appeals to them what do, you, what do you say like how do I pursue this what if this is something what if I really dig publicity and I want to be helpful to an independent press that I'm a fan of
0: like how would they get started as a publicist? Sure, yeah. I think there's all kinds of journeys. I think that the way it worked when I came up was everyone told you you had to have an internship, and that's pretty rough, especially if you're in a bigger city and it's an unpaid internship. You need to eat food. You need to eat food. (laughs) You know that's not a... (laughs) Do you like lunch? (laughs) Do you you like eating (laughs) lunch? Yeah. sorry it's an inside joke <laughs> inside, inside yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna
1: <laughs>
0: which I, I think that there is some things that have changed about that where people are now understanding they need to pay interns and you know especially bigger bigger publishers need to Right. need to compensate people for their work because that's what's made this industry not very diverse and right. like not very equitable (laughs) right and kind of we are wear down people who don't have you know family money or resources independent means yeah independent means or a partner that has money like that's just not the situation that i came from and i feel lucky that i did my internship even though it was not paid at the time gray wolf does pay i believe well i don't want to speak out of turn i'm not sure if they pay but um I think because I was in Minneapolis, it was less expensive. I was in grad school where I was teaching, so I was getting paid to teach. And then I had another job, at a, a record job, so I just was able to, like, piece things together. Cobble it together. Yeah. 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 But, but I, th- th- I think now, like, people can come from other, other places. Like, I, I definitely recommend the path of, like, being an indie bookseller. I think that's like my favorite kind of person to hire and to work with because they know how to talk about books and they know what people are drawn to and they just practice all day. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not practice, right? At that point, it's like second it nature. You're yeah, gonna yeah, it's natural. I'm going to hand I can sell make you, yeah, the hell uh, out of these books. Yeah. I can make you want a book,
0: you know, but, you know, we're yeah. done.
1: Yeah. That's great. I love it. I'm thinking about a friend of ours who worked at an independent bookstore in Houston and just snagged a great job at Coffee House. Oh, Mark. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Doing that, doing the thing that he's so good at, right? Yeah, Yeah, he is so so good. The Um, other thing I was thinking about, too, is the um, pursuit of, like, nonprofit management and development. Mm -hmm. Like, I know there are tons of people who need good grant writers. (laughs) And if you have the benefit of a board that's working to... Uh retain some of those grant some of those grant revenue streams, then you can start paying a development person, and we need development people who are who have a heart for the arts. Mm-hmm. So that would be another another way that I didn't even think about you know because I'm always because I think we go we come from books first, you mm-hmm. know, um, or English majors or whatever it is. Um, anyway that's really that's really a good insight. Yeah, or just whatever, you know,
0: whatever you don't, you can continue to have like another job. <laughs> I think it's it's hard to just stop doing anything that makes income and volunteer or be an intern. But there are a lot of, um, there's tons of presses here that are always looking for readers, and that might be, I know we, we're constantly looking for readers to go through our slush pile, and that might be a, a starting point to understand how the process works and how the ecosystem works for sure a couple hours a week versus you have to dedicate a semester or a year to not getting paid and being in an office for 40 hours
1: right did you happen to see um well we just had we just had chelsea here to talk about clmp and i'm thinking about the sort of the development of that organization from whatever they started with, 200 organizations in the 90s and now we're at Mm -hmm. 1,000. So there's been lots of growth, um, particularly for mission-driven presses or mission-driven magazines or, you know, like your masthead says, you're creating space for risk-taking voices, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But now there's so many more of us Mm And, but I still feel, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I still feel like we're still fighting over the same piece of the pie. These are huge questions, and it's completely unfair for me to just like, can you solve this problem? <laughs> but what do you, I mean, they're the things that I stay up at night thinking about, and I'm curious how, you know, your, your approach to that question. You know, like we're all here um, vying for our presses to do well and our authors to do well. Um, I think one of the things Rumpus and Nectar is doing is, like, you guys are really relational. Your, your contributors want to stay contributing to the Rumpus, and you're um, clearly doing good work for the publicity side, you know, for Nectar with Alice James. And so, you know, I guess, is that where you're doing things well? And wh- what, what do you see for the future of this, for the, you know, the bigger group of us out here? hoping for a same sort of relational experience i'm not sure i followed that thread sorry. oh no that's fine that's <laughs> fine it's the end of the day and we're <laughs> i think maybe i lost the thread but okay. i'm i'm curious about us like all out here vying for the same you know grants money or the sure. donors what you take from your experience at the rumpus that the rest of us could could emulate or try to do I'm not sure I have a really great answer for this. <laughs> it
0: feels like an existential crisis. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I I would one one thing that I I always hope to do is be really open and like collaborative with other organizations and other people. And um, none of us have figured it out. Yeah. So. Or maybe there's maybe some people who figured it
1: out, <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think those a lot are the of us with the, the bags of money
1: under their tables <laughs> that yeah. they're yeah. A lot of us are
0: trying to figure it out, and we are not really in competition with each other. But we don't necessarily talk to each other as much as we could. Um, I think CLMP is is one of those beacons of. of um, community where they have things like a listserv where you can help each other problem solve and they are thinking like bigger picture of how they can provide resources for a lot of people and I think being being involved in those kind of communities and wherever you are locally like going to your local bookstore and attending events, taking writing workshops in your community your online workshops like there's lots of ways that you can build that and like Just the idea of like always trying to both give and receive. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's so many writers here that you hope there are equal number of readers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we see that on Saturday when the public shows up, right? Yeah. Yeah. There are.
0: Yeah, there are are more readers than there are writers. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're We're in a weird fishbowl this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. For sure. We're all but. bumping up against each other and it's overwhelming
0: way. and it can feel competitive and you know frenetic yeah mm-hmm. you can see you know your your table might not have a bunch of people at one moment the other table does and you're like what am i doing wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the display isn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we need more coasters more uh, stickers. stickers yeah, yes. stickers. <laughs> yeah. flowers Farm yeah. i saw yeah. some booty shorts too <laughs> maybe that <laughs> that might get people that might be it uh, I oh yeah. I don't but Maybe yeah. if it's in Houston, we can bust those <laughs> out. It's a little they, chilly.
1: They, yeah, instead <laughs> of saying, yeah. yeah. Did you see yeah. those, food? They say poetry on the butt no i i totally missed that oh night. i got a pair no. Aww, kind of good. booty shorts boo. that's how i wanted to end this <laughs> you weren't expecting oh, booty shorts yeah uh, on, uh, at, at
0: this booth okay it's, I, it's I a knew. secret
1: word that's it. Ding, ding. the word of the day <laughs> Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. Allison, it has been a pleasure to talk to you and build community with you. I hope Thank we can you. keep chatting um, and be in relationship. Um, before we go, I need to know the most AWP thing you heard. Day two is coming to a close. We've heard some doozies. We've yeah, heard yeah, some yeah. good ones. I know, um, I
0: know th- there's some you have to, like, keep in your yeah, back, there's mm, booty, short, pocket. Per- <laughs> but what, what are some that you can share mm. on there. With oh. us. I'm definitely censoring my first one, so the <laughs> second pick is not as good. Uh, uh, there's. I've had a, a few people um, give me list of people they are avoiding. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they're we're, like, yeah, if you see
1: this person. <laughs> I just need you to have this list in case... And just, you know, give me the sign like "Er, er," and then "Er, er," turn "Er." turn turn, around. And and I've I've done that myself already one time. (laughs) Look the other (laughs) way. (laughs) Turn into the corner. Here's a slowly kinda robot. You put fourteen thousand introverted you know, people who can be extroverted on occasion in a room together and some things are gonna happen. Some yeah, awkwardness yeah. is going to happen. So I can see that. That's I, I want to
0: hear other people's answers to this.
1: There's been some things happening in the elevator. Oh, like, okay. So okay. Uh, what was the last one? They went, um, so, oh, someone came in, the door shut, and they were like, I've got coat envy in a big way. Oh, yeah, you big coat envy. Yeah, yeah big coat envy. <laughs> um, what What did our intern over her Oh, uh, this was a good one. I mean, everyone knows librarians make the best lovers. <laughs> and I was like, everyone? <laughs> now, now I got librarian envy. Yeah. Like, Shh. Too bad it's just an
0: ALA. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a real insider yeah, yeah. joke, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's me hot better. <laughs>
1: you know you're at AWP yeah, when like. the punchline is... <laughs> The American Library Association. We wow, love you so much. much. We yeah. do love yeah. you. We, we stand you are, with you. No, Mark. Yeah. Yes. And apparently you, you, you make excellent lovers. lovers.
0: So a we love you even we, <laughs> we can't shut the libraries down. Or really, A lot of people are going to be out of a
1: good time. <laughs> yes, exactly. For a good time, uh, go to the library. <laughs> the ALS. <laughs> That's the ADP yeah, uh, yeah, bathroom. Yeah, I
0: yeah, I. I, I sign in the
1: restroom <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> We did talk about serious stuff today, but we also mm-hmm. had a very good time. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much we for asking me. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I'm not usually on the receiving end of the attention, so uh, it's, it's no, awkward. Y- but yeah. <laughs> Well, it was we, nice to we, have yeah, you. We, yeah, we need it once in a while. Yes. I think. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for, for the greater good. For the rumpus. <laughs> yeah, not for myself. Yeah. For the people. <laughs> for the people. <laughs> always. Yes, always. <laughs> thank you, awesome.
1: Thanks. Appreciate was you.
0: Effing Shakespeare is a production of Bloomsley Literary, hosted by Kate Martin Williams, Jessica Cole, and produced by me, Fu Lu. Our trusty and hardworking intern is Elena Welsh. With special thanks to Juanita Lester and the AWP staff, without whom this would not be possible.